you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks, presented by the Ford F-Series. DJ Bucky here. Going to get into a bunch of stuff today, Buck. But first of all, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right, man. Kind of a late night watching Monday Night Football and then watching the Dodgers play. So, Oh, Dodgers win? Yeah, come on. They took care of business. Uh, that's right. They haven't got to the important games yet. Come Once on. they get to the NLCS, important. that's when they They're all important. They're there. They're there. Last time they were in the World Series, 1988, I Come believe. On. I was 10. Yeah. yeah. They might They might take on uh, the team that broke a pretty big streak next round, too. Cubs. Cubbies. Yeah, well, I hate baseball. Padres suck. Uh, lots to get to here, Buck. Trubisky saw him last night in that Monday night game. We had a big trade take place today in the NFL. We'll touch on that. Then we're going to jump into some college, look at what we did in the picks last week. Um, we're going to talk about what I'm looking forward to. Bucky is a high-profile recruit coming out of high school. Now I'm going to put you back in your high school shoes, and I'm going to get you a chance to tell us right now today, you're coming out, you're a five-star kid. Where are your five visits? Where are you taking your five visits? We're going to get your list. We're also going to give you a chance to uh, to buy stock in five college football programs. We'll all chime in on that as well. Touch on uh, – Deshaun Watson and Sam Darnold, the connection between those two. We'll get there. But before we get to the show, quick question for you. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites with just one click. Then their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your job better than anyone else. Because unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. In fact, 
80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within one day. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash sticks. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash sticks. One more time, to try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash sticks. I guess we'll probably start off with this trade that just went down. Your thoughts, Adrian Peterson getting traded. Didn't really work out for him in New Orleans. He's going to Arizona. Man, I would be really excited about this trade if it was 2010. It was, 2000, <laughs> it was seven years ago, the fact of putting together Carson Palmer, Larry Fitzgerald, Chris Johnson, and Adrian Peterson. I would be really, really excited. But the fact that everybody, all of the major factors of the triplets are over 30 and, like, significantly over 30. Carson Palmer's 37. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald's 34. Chris Johnson and Adrian Peterson are both at 32. I just don't see the upside in this deal. And when I really look at the Cardinals, their issues are not necessarily the personnel that they have at running back. It's about the way they're playing up front and the way they're not necessarily getting stops on defense. And so this is nice. This will make some fantasy football fans excited, but I don't think the production would do anything to change the results on the field. What's that old uh, saying, uh, put lipstick on a pig? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't think this is really going to change anything for that football team. No. I mean, I – did you? I mean, I watched. We we were on set watching that game against the Eagles. That was a thrashing. In oh, that it was game. a thrashing. It had little to do with the running game. It had more to do with the defense. The fact that they really want to come after you and try and play man to man. And right now, their guys aren't holding up in coverage. And so, as long as they play a high risk, high reward style of defense, I think they'll have a tough time. And then offensively, to me, I, I just believe that Carson Palmer has lost it. I think this is kind of the last year that we will see from him. And Without necessarily a quarterback that can play at a high level, they just have a tough time because they just don't have the pieces. Even with AP in 2010, too, that offensive line's not very good, is it? Yeah, well, David Johnson made them look a little bit better than they were. Right. He's an elite player. I mean, they're they're a middle-of-the-road average offensive line. So, I, I don't think this, this uh, really moves the needle for that football team. I don't think they're going to the postseason this year. A side question here, Buck. We were talking earlier uh, – I guess a couple of days ago, talking about Jalen Ramsey emerging as a top five corner, maybe even the best corner in the league. Right now, Jalen Ramsey, Patrick Peterson, you get one. Who are you going with? Ooh, that's tough. I still would take Patrick Peterson at this point. I love Jalen Ramsey. I'm a huge Jalen Ramsey fan. I think he's a world-class athlete and a standout football player. I just think Patrick Peterson right now is still a better player. But Jalen Ramsey is closing. How about fast. that volleyball swat he had for the for the tandem pick this weekend? No, that was pretty no. nice. He's I, an athlete. How about? Uh, Always go younger. Always, always go younger. Uh, give me Jalen Ramsey, man. I'm rolling with Jalen Ramsey right now. You're Something with about Patrick Peterson missing a jam and getting beat by Alshon Jeffrey, who can't <laughs> run anymore. I couldn't get I couldn't get past that. It was just like, I mean, it's a bad 10, look. 10, 15-yard game. Like, come on, Pat. It's, it's a, bad, it's a bad, bad look for sure. Bad look for sure. But um, I still think Patrick Peterson plays at a high level consistently. Um, Jalen continues to need to refine some aspects of his game. But in terms of a competitive player, with all of the physical attributes that you look for, I mean, he's everything that you want. Your number one player that year, right? Jalen Ramsey. I think when he so. Came out, I, I think, think I was all in. Top player yeah, I was all in. I was a big fan. And I, I think both fan. of you were kind of echoing that he might be the best, pushing to be the best cornerback coming in this season. He's still on that trajectory. Yeah, right? he's yeah, he's easily. he's playing really really well. Um, let's go to Trubisky, Buck. You're North Carolina Tar Heel last night. Uh, give me your thoughts on what you saw. Then I'll jump in. Uh, I mean, I think coming out 
the gate. I, I thought we saw a lot of things that we saw from him at North Carolina. Um, he's a really good athlete. Uh, he gives them an added dimension um, in their offense because of his ability to not only work on the edges but to do some of the dual threat things that you want to see. Um, he's fairly accurate when he has time and has a clean pocket. But I think the big thing that stood out to me, the inexperience, uh, the way that he turned the ball over at the end of the game, I think that's a management situation. And when you've only had 13 collegiate starts, I just don't think you've played enough ball to kind of understand how to fully manage those situations. I think that came up. But he certainly gives them hope. The offense moved a little bit under his direction. They were able to do some trick plays down at the goal line. He gives them some juice. I want to continue to see him build on this effort. I would give it probably a C-plus, B-minus effort for a debut. want to see how much better he can get. See my forward. paper here? Oh, B. I Solid. gave him a B. I just gave him a B for what he did. I thought he moved around well. Um, again, I'm, I'm with you. I thought the same guy we saw at North Carolina. Saw the quick release. I thought his feet were very clean, which is something a lot of rookies will struggle with. I thought he's, he's really refined with his footwork. Um the ball comes out quick, the quick release. The ball's got a little pop on it. Very accurate on the move. He he had three reckless throws. One of them one of them was, was incomplete. <laughs> one of them was a touchdown, and one of them was a pick. He's gonna learn. He's got to dial that back a little bit. Throwing across his body way too much. Something that's a lesson. Hopefully, we'll see him take from this week into the next week. But the the athletic ability to be able to scramble, get out, and do some things. I, did you play with Rich Gannon? I did play with Rich Gannon. He, I, when I was watching him last night, I saw a little bit of Rich Gannon. Just a lot of the, the mannerisms and just his athletic ability and what he can do with the quick release. And it was very accurate with the football. That's who I, that, That's what you're hoping he can become is, is something like a Rich Gannon. Well, if he can become anything like Rich Gannon, he will be um, – he will – exceed whatever the Bears thought they were getting with the number two overall pick. Rich was very competitive. He was a very athletic quarterback. But what he really was was a great leader and very, very feisty. And so that's Mitch, what I don't I, that's where I don't know. I don't know if that would be the thing. That. Can can Mitch grow into that leadership role and really kind of be a take charge leader? That will be one of the things that he has to do. But as a young quarterback making his way into the league, those are some of the things that he has to work on, like the athleticism, like the talent. Got to see the potential. Let's see the production eventually come through. And the thing that I, I would look forward to in terms of what you do with him, I know they don't have the receivers on the outside. We mentioned that going no. into that game. But, like, Scott Linehan's approach with how he's used Dak Prescott, I, I think that could be the blueprint for the skill set that Trubisky has. I think that makes sense. We've talked a lot about Deshaun Watson kind of following the Alex Smith blueprint. You've mentioned that several times. That makes sense. If I was looking for a guide, I think I would be studying what Linehan's doing with Dak Prescott. Well, I think so, and I think the thing that – the common denominator with a lot of these young quarterbacks is you can make the game easier for them if you really spread out the field. A lot of empty formation, uh, some of their RPOs or run pass option reads where they have the slant and some kind of run game attached to it, those things typically work for young guys. Um, I think you have to steal some of those pages from Dak Prescott, the Dallas Cowboys, some of the stuff that he did in North Carolina, continue to put him in a situation where he's very, very comfortable. All right, we got to jump into our uh, our offensive line of the week presented by the Ford F Series. Our good buddy Sean O'Hara does this uh, for NFL.com. You can find it at NFL.com slash Ford. He gives us his top five offensive lines of the week, and you have the one big winner. Uh, I'll give you my uh, my guess here, Buck, of who we should go with. I'll give you the opportunity to submit another one, and we'll come together and we'll pick a winner. I I'm going to push forward the Green Bay Packers with what they did. Found a running game with Aaron Jones, got that going. 
Um, no Ty Montgomery in that ball game. They were still physical at the line of scrimmage and held up enough, especially on that last drive, for Aaron Rodgers to push him right down the field and, and get a win there. Is there any other offensive line outside Jackson the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, running it down the Steelers' throat? Running it right down their throat. I, th- I think you have to put the Jaguars up there because when you can call a game in the second half where you only have one pass, one pass attempt, one – is that what it was? One attempt. Uh, I mean, they they ran. They just ran the ball. They only threw what fourteen times. Fourteen total the game. And so that I mean, that's that's a, a okay. middle school youth ball blueprint to be able to run the ball that much. Everyone knows you're giving it to Leonard Fournette. He still has 181 yards. Yeah, I'm going with the Jaguars. How many Jaguars going to want to be? So, so Jaguars. Uh, Jaguars. We'll go with the Jags. Nice uh, sell. Ford offensive line of the week. Jacksonville Jaguars. Nice. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. All right, Buck, before we get to college football, you know, for most guys, shopping can be a total pain, but Bombfell is an easier way for men to get better clothes. Bombfell is an online personal styling service that helps men find the right clothes for them. It's simple and straightforward. All you have to do is complete a questionnaire, and a dedicated personal stylist will handpick pieces specifically for you. Then once you've viewed your selections, you'll have 48 hours to make any changes or even cancel altogether. You're in total control, and you only pay for the clothes you keep. Plus, you have the option of receiving clothes once every one, two, or three months. Because Bombfell is on your side. They don't make money if you don't find something you want to keep. Trust me on this one. Bombfell is great. Best of all, we've negotiated with Bombfell to get our listeners a special offer of $25 off your first purchase when you go to bombfell.com slash sticks. That's Bombfell, spell B-O-M-B-F-E-L-L dot com slash sticks. Bombfell. Open and close. All right, let's jump into some college here, Buck. We've got uh, – I don't want to spend too much time talking on last week's games and what we saw there. Oklahoma ends up going down the big upset at Iowa State. Pick-wise, uh, let's see, are we tied now? Me and Buck are tied, and uh, we're tied for third place. Not tied for last place. We're tied for third place. Uh, Kent's still way up there ahead of us. Sully's in the middle. Uh, We're going to catch up, though. We're going to close down some ground uh, as we move forward in the season. One thing I was watching this morning, I was watching Ohio State on tape. Did you see the the hit where uh, Ward got kicked out for the targeting? Coming up the corner. He had an unbelievable hit. He comes up into the flat and oh, Denzel Ward, yeah. textbook tackle, Buck. And so I'm watching the tape. I didn't watch the game. I'm watching the tape of it, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's an amazing play. Then I keep going, oh, he's out with this series. Uh, okay, he hasn't. I'm like, hold up. Did they kick him out for that hit? They did. He got a targeting penalty. Well, it was brutal. Unbelievable. He's a good player, man. Very good player. Very good player. I, I mean, I like the way he plays on the edge. I think he has some nastiness to him. I like his athleticism, his cover skills. Um, I've seen him play. He's given up a couple of plays, but I think he's a guy that had all, has all the tools that you typically look for at the position. How about the Jim Harbaugh pitchforks that are out right now? Man, it's so funny. It is so funny. Like, some people can't Same record as Brady Hoke, right? That's oh what everybody's throwing gosh. out there. Like, night and day the way they play. Look, I know they lost a tough one to Michigan State, and I know he hasn't found a quarterback to necessarily usher in a new era of Michigan football. But regardless of who he has a quarterback, it's still going to be a run-heavy dominant game plan they're gonna lean on the defense and they're gonna play a physical brand of football when you look at the young guys that he has on the field right now i don't think people really appreciate what he's doing they lost lost everybody 25 or so seniors last year but yet they've come right back and been very very competitive he has a bunch of young dudes freshmen and sophomores that are on the field making plays they are only going to get better and so michigan fans just be a little patient it's coming just hold up it's coming hey a&m 
I know they lost. It was an impressive loss, though. They were competitive with Alabama. Young quarterback ended up making some plays for that football Kellen team. Yeah. Uh, much better than what we saw when he was in there against UCLA earlier in the year. So they've got a couple losses, and they need to win some games for Kevin Sumlin's sake. But I thought that was a good sign for them. They're always going to have players at A&M. That's not going to be a problem. No, and he's done a good job of putting those things together. And they were very, very competitive against Alabama. They made Alabama work, kind of took them – uh, took him to the deep water a little bit, but Alabama kind of flexed their muscle and, and got in. The young quarterback made some mistakes because they had a chance. They were going in, and he had a bad turnover, bad interception that he can't have. But overall, I think A&M kind of put themselves in a nice position. They got to win some games. They're going to have to play LSU and some of the other teams in the West. They're going to have to get some wins for Kevin Sumlin to get off the hot seat. But I thought it was a pretty good effort for them. All right, I can't wait any longer. This is what the, my favorite part of this episode we've got coming up here. <laughs> I'm even gonna let we're gonna let Sully jump in on the back end. Sully, just just wait. Get oh, your yeah. list together. Oh, yeah. Get I your got list, list together. I'm not saying what position you're playing. Hashtag long snapper. We're going to <laughs> uh, uh, put absolutely this, put this together. Bucky, you're coming out of high school, five star recruit. Wow. You're limited to five visits though. I need to know. Where you're going for your five visits and, and a good explanation for why you chose those five. All right, my five visits. Now, I wasn't a five-star recruit. I was a three-star recruit. But let's just pretend I was really, really good I'm in high five school. Star. And I had everything. How many double-digit offers, Buck? No, man. You know, it's so different back then. Like, I committed. Like, Carolina offered, I committed. So, I I mean, I don't know, maybe seven, eight. But, it was, I mean, everybody in the ACC. They knew the you were guard. Yeah, I was, I was a done deal. All right. Um, let's go. So, my five, I mean, not in any order. But yeah, no order. Just throw them out there. Here we go. So, we can go. The common denominator for me would be coaching and okay. feeling like I could be developed and in a very competitive situation where I could win. Okay. So, in order, Alabama, Ohio State, Washington, Miami, and then I still put North Carolina on the list. Yeah, I do. Um, Alabama and Ohio State, really it's about the head coaches. Um, Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, obviously being on the scouting trail the way that we've been. We've seen the products that have come out of there. We had a chance to see those guys practice. You understand um, how you're going to be developed. And even if you don't get on the field right away, by your third, fourth year, you're going to have all the tools, hopefully, to be a really, really productive player in college and maybe have an opportunity to go to the next level. And Washington, I can't tell you enough. I've had buddies who played under Chris Peterson when he was the OC or the wide receiver coach in or, at Oregon and then watching him at Boise State. I just it, It's something about him, and I kind of like what they have going there. And in Miami, I was a closet Miami fan. I grew up wanting to wear Michael Irvin's 47. Nice. Um, I think back to what um, they've been able to do with all the wide receivers, talking to Reggie Wayne, and then looking at what Mark Richt has done at the U. I'll be excited about them. And then North Carolina, just because it's always the hometown a, team. I mean, it's been lifelong love. And I want to have tickets to the basketball game. <laughs> I mean, that's a good five. That, that, that's, where, that's where it started. What about you? What All about right. you? So I've got two of the same. And you, you articulated the reasons of why I would pick them Ohio State and Alabama were yeah. two of the five. Football factories with you. Maybe, hey, you're not getting on the field right away, but the competitiveness and practice, the NFL style coaching. Nobody's been better than Urban Meyer and Nick Saban getting guys ready for the next level. So those two, I'm with you on that. Those would be two of my five. The three different ones I have, one would be USC. You talked about North Carolina, the hometown school. Growing up in Southern California, USC was kind of that program. I can see that. Lots of guys in the NFL, beautiful campus, great education. Right. That, that, that would be on my list as well. The next two, Stanford would be on there. because I can see that. Competitive football, as a quarterback, you're going to be trained extremely well for the next level. 
Um, love David Shaw as a guy, so it would be great to play for him. And the, it's just the most beautiful campus. I mean, when we go on these uh, scouting visits, we've been to darn near every campus in the country. I, I challenge you to find me a, a more picturesque, beautiful setting uh, than Palo Alto up there at Stanford. So Stanford would be one. My last one, maybe it's nostalgia, just – I don't think I would have picked to, to attend this school, but I would go to Notre Dame on a visit oh. just because just I want to go on there and soak up all the history. I want to get the behind-the-scenes look at that program and everybody that's come through there. I want to, I want to be able to slap that sign. I took, my, I took a recruiting trip to Akron, Bucky, and I'm just going to tell you, when you go into the Rubber Bowl <laughs> and they have your jersey hanging up in the locker room. How about that? Was that exciting? There's, uh, there's some kind of special there. I'm guessing that Notre Dame may be a little bit – a little bit cooler. Little uh, they have your jersey in there in the locker room, and you go out and touch. Dating the yourself a little bit. The rubber bowl. That's, yeah, I don't that's think a dilapidated. Have, I don't think they have the rubber bowl anymore. Now. Yeah. yeah, the the, uh, the, the rubber, rubber bowl. bowl. Good year. A lot of lot of tire money. Down oh yeah, there in uh, in Akron. So those would be my five: SC, Ohio State, Stanford, Bama, and Notre Dame. Sully, who are your five? Uh, Oregon facilities. Ohio State, Meyer, SC, Weather, Clemson, Dabo, Bama, NFL Factory. Clemson, Dabo. So you had Clemson in there. Yeah, that's a good one. Look, and Clemson's facilities. Roll, Clemson's rolling right now. I can't. I can't they argue are, they, with that they, one. They, they, they are rolling. All they right. are absolutely rolling. Let's transition now, Buck. We're going to buy some stock. And so the way we're looking at this, college teams right now, if they're you know based off where the value is for them currently and where we see them going in the next, let's say, five to ten years. And keep in mind, you could go for some high-value stocks, knowing, okay, they're going to hold their water. You're not going to lose any money. Or you could go for some penny stocks. They're way down right now, and you think you, you get them up a little bit. So oh, I'm, I'm, I'm five good. stocks. Let's just go around the horn. We'll go one, one, one. So who's, who would you buy first? Miami. Okay. Give me a quick quick uh, explanation. Mark Rick, I like what they're doing. I like the way he's putting it together. Miami has always been a team that you are fascinated by the athleticism and what they potentially could be I think they now have a coach who understands how to harness that talent and kind of develop it where they can max out their talent so that's why I think Miami's program is on the rise okay they're on my list they're not number one number one for me I want Georgia somewhat based off that got, quarterback that we saw up at the them. opening in Justin Fields and what he can the bring they're going to be I know they're going to be good for at least three years because that kid's going to start for three years for that football team and Absolutely. I think all the talent inside that state um, I'm buying all the stock I can in Georgia Sully who's number one on your list the dogs yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, Kirby Smart's trying to uh, pattern Bama 2.0 in Athens, Georgia. Okay, so, so many players them, there. Who you got them, next? I had them on my list, so I had them at number four on my list. Okay, who's number two for you? Number two, Michigan. Oh, okay. Michigan. And the reason Michigan is, is still you on You think the stock took a little hit last week, so you get took a, good, a took goodbye? A little, took by, a little hit. By low. But, but I'm all in on Jim Harbaugh. I like what he's done. He's a proven one. He's won everywhere. San Diego, Stanford, the San Francisco 49ers, and Michigan. I believe he understands how to figure it out. I know it's a grind working up under him, playing up under him, but the kids appear to respond. I'm going to say that they're going to be a team that is always kind of in the mix as long as he's there. My number two was your number one, Miami. I had Miami as my number two, and part of the reason is Florida State kind of takes a little bit of a step back this year, and Miami can start getting the local kids, the Miami kids, to go in there and get that swagger back in the program. Mm -hmm. They're having some success right now. Florida, I think, has had some turmoil in that program, haven't been able to find a quarterback. Miami, I think, is kind of sneakily set up to go on a nice little run here for the next few years. They're number two on my list I'm buying. Who you got, Sully? Uh, i got to go with Texas. Buy low right now. Uh, Tom Herman's going to have those guys rolling and facilities, the talent, everything is there. They just needed the right centerpiece coach, and I think they might have found it. I like that. Who you got? Who you got, Buck? Number three, Purdue. 
Whoa. Whoa. He's leaving after this year. He's a one and done. Come on. Jeff Brom, one and done. Holding on to him? Come on. No way. No way he stays. No way he stays. He wants to have a statue. Where's he going? Joe Tiller. One of those six SEC jobs that are going to open up. what? Like, why are you going to go into the SEC and have to deal with Alabama and Georgia? Like, yeah, but we saw what they did for Brett Bilma. Like, like that's fine. You can go there with all the money, and then in four or five years, you got to go right back out and find. Then you're coaching job. in the MAC. Yeah, yeah like I, I think he put some roots down in Purdue. You saw Joe Tiller just passed away. He could be the next great thing. He can have a statue. People want statues. Purdue. That's not all about the S. I like that because you probably it's not an expensive stock. No, get that nice mid level. I like that. Yeah, sure. Number what is he making? Because they they better well, counter no, with I'm, well look Drew Brees yeah, kicking some money we'll take yeah care of money. okay good. they had a All bunch right. of pros come right. through there a bunch of pass rushers Ryan, through there Ryan Kerrigan yeah. Phillips ah oh, Sean Phillips yeah nice player mm-hmm. uh, Rosie Colvin they've been a bunch of big guys come through there a lot of edge rushers come on uh, maybe Rod maybe Rod Woodson can kick some money come in. on that's some money yeah. here. All right, All right. I'm, I'm, my three was uh, you're up there for you Texas I put yep. it number three I I think they're you know their position Oklahoma we'll see what happens this week we'll get to our picks later in the week but. I think Texas has got a nice little shot here to make a run. So they might. Three. They might. They're number three they for me. Okay. What do you got, Sully? Uh, Stanford. I like Stanford. I think that's another kind of buy low right now. They they did get a nice one out on the road last week against Utah, but David Shaw's the the man, and I think he's going to nail it eventually. They're they're going to. It's a steady Eddie. Steady. Yeah, Eddie steady Eddie. Exactly. What you got, Buck? Well, see, four was Georgia, so I can go to my fifth one. We don't have to talk about Georgia. Uh, how about Cal? Oh, Cal. I like the I like the coaching staff. I like the education. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna bring it back a little bit. On the but look at that look at that what? side of the conference. Not good. Ah, uh, that's right. a that's a murderous yeah. row. Stanford, they'll be okay. You They're beginning to put it together. You got Taggart at Oregon. Ah, uh, yeah. Yep. I like Yet, uh, uh, TBD at Oregon State. Yeah. <laughs> TBD. You throw your hat in that ring. You want the Oregon State job? No, but how much? Know, how much? Corey, how much? Corey Hall. Corey Hall gets a chance to be the interim head coach. That's that's that's. Hey, you get you got our boy Ryan Nall running the ball up there. Go step oh, yeah, in and run it, run it, run it, run yeah, it forty yeah, we, times a game. We, we, we might need it. We might we, need to pour a little out and listen to our Gary Anderson interview from Pac-12 media. Seriously, Ooh, serious question. Quick. Serious. And whoa, whoa, what about him not taking his money though? Yeah, he resigned and passed what? up the money. Are you? Crazy? I don't understand that. Twelve million dollars? Is that what it was? Twelve million? Twelve. Why would you do that? I, I have no you idea. You want to be it's out. free money. You just want to be gonzo. That doesn't make any sense. How much? This is what I want to get to. All right, let's do the negotiation here, Buck. Oregon State calls. They call you. Ooh, wouldn't take much. Uh, $750. Oh, we got to go at least over a meal because I got I to live in Corvallis. I'm just saying. We're offering you seven, $750. Oh, come come here, coach the team. No, no. We, like it. Look, How many years do I, right? I got to give you? Well, we need, we need a, we need a five-year deal. You want five? Yeah, I gotta. But oh, well, they're gonna lowball you. I'm gonna say five. We'll start. We're gonna start you off at one four. Or wh- we're gonna go one four, one five, one six, one seven. Well, if you got one four, that means you probably got one six over there waiting for me. One six. I go one six. What about my staff? Do I get coaching car? You don't care about your staff. Don't I don't lie care to me. about my staff. Don't lie to me. Come on, I it ain't sure gonna work. It doesn't matter who you get in your staff. You're gonna be out in three years anyways. <laughs> no. Just take the money. Mike Riley wants to come back. Ooh, I bet you he's begging to come back. <laughs> You know, you know who? I, let me give you a name. Can I give you a name for this job? It did not work out at Colorado, but Dan Hawkins is at UC Davis. He got back into coaching. He's doing well at UC Davis. I think you need. I think you need a little something, something there. I, I didn't work at Colorado. I get it. But everywhere else he's been, he's won. He's he got has. A, he, but you know what the, the difference was? This Big Twelve football. No, the, the, the difference was he had Chris Peterson on his staff. 
at Boise State, and people would tell you, uh, people would tell you that he was doing yeah. stuff up under. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm trying to think. So, like, who could get who that job? Who wants that job? So, at Washington State. Butch Jones, take it. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you're begging I'm trying for to that figure out. Yeah. <laughs> the quarterback that played there when we were scouting, Jonathan Derek, Smith. Uh, Yeah. He's an OC somewhere. I think it's Derek I think Anderson. But. I think he's the OC at Washington State. Yeah. We need to get, you know what we need to get? We need to get Bruce back on. Let's yes, get, we do. Let's get Bruce Feldman on we next do. week. We do. Absolutely. Let's get that done. Always good um, to have him on. So you've already exhausted your list then. My last two on there, I had Ohio State because I think that whatever people get upset about Ohio State, they're still the class of that of that conference. That's not going to change anytime soon. And then I would put Washington on there just because of Peterson. I think he's he's steady Eddie. I know what he's bringing to the table every day. Every I think day. That, I, think that, I really think that Washington will be a top ten team yearly. I mean, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't be. Until he gets tired. Absolutely. So Absolutely. that's that's my five. Who else did you have left, Sully? Uh, I I agree with you with Washington. They just own that Pacific Northwest. A lot of players up there, and they're they're going to get the the pick of the litter. Um, and then FSU, buying low right now. FSU, and I, and I think they'll be back. Yeah, absolutely. Think they're coming back. Yeah. So I, I bought. I bought. They're into Miami up. a little bit. You're buying into FSU. I'm buying into FSU. FSU. I like. I love your Miami pick, but you know they you know they play Clemson every year. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. Yep. Clemson owns them. Yeah, but I'm 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 buying low. That's I can get Debo's, them cheap right Debo's now. Debo's Jimbo's daddy. I can get them cheap right now. <laughs> I'm not Dude. saying I'm I'm just saying they're gonna be they're they're not gonna be winning titles, but they'll but you, they'll but contend. You're not, you're not buying you're not buying Tennessee stock. Uh no, I'm he not. Wanted to. I wanted to. I crossed. See, we were, we were in here a little bit ago, and he's like, I, I we're talking about what we're gonna do on the show, and he's buying stock, and he goes, Oh, Tennessee's definitely. I mean, it just need the right coach in there. Yeah, I'm like I'm which is true. I've heard that for but, the last. I've gone through a couple coaches. Oh, absolutely, Lane Kiffin, absolutely. Derek Dooley, it's Bush it's Jones. penny stock right now, so that's another buy low. But who takes that job? Who 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 can turn Chip that job around? Kelly. Chip Kelly's not coming. Bring not, it. He's not a fit there. He's not coming. He's not. No. 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 He's no, for not, for seven million dollars. No, he's no. not a fit. He's Y'all got plenty of money. The Niners took care of Oh, he definitely does. Y'all not liberal enough. Yeah. Well, that's true. That's true. He's coming. He's coming from the West Coast. Bobby P. Petrino? Yeah. Can y'all can y'all coexist with Petrino? Yes. Absolutely. Jackson's gone after this year, right? Come over to, come down to Knoxville for seven million. Did uh did What about Dan Mullen? That's another good one. Yeah, I like Dan Mullen. I know they've been a little bit up and down this year. And this year. has th- obviously this hasn't even happened yet. This isn't even maybe an open you guys job. Went out. Maybe, maybe, went out. maybe they go nine and three. Who knows? I don't I don't see him beating South Carolina this weekend, but this is going to be one of those deals where it's like you you fired a coach and you think you've got A, B, and C, and then you end up realizing you're actually getting E or F. And see, that, Jeff, ha- that happened to them before. They need to be careful. They need to have the deal. And how about Les Miles? Les Miles, too. I'll take Les. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right right now. If we could trade, straight swap, yeah. Uh, Les Miles is beautiful. I thought you were contractually obligated to hire one of Nick Saban's former assistants if right. you hire somebody in the SEC. No what, about, what about Braum, too? That's another name. Oh, Bucky said around. he's setting down roots. There's no way. He's not going, he's not going Tennessee. anywhere. There's no way. What's he going to go to Tennessee for? What, what do you mean he's going to go to Tennessee for? Better, More money, better better recruiting base, uh, facilities are better, best conference hey, in the country. Hey, you know who you need to go get? Who? You need to get on a plane. Get yourself on down to Orlando, Florida. Scott Pick Frost? Scott Frost. Can't. He's going to Nebraska. No, no, no. Well, this is my question. I know he played there, right? Where do you think you have a better chance to win? Right now. Tennessee, 
or Nebraska. They'll both pay you a ton of money. When Dr. Tom calls, Dr. Tom. There's no players there, Buck. Dr. Tom. But, but Scott Frost understands it. All the alums, they just had the reunion from okay. the 97 okay. championship game. Here, here, they're going to be like, Scott, we need you. I want to tell you what this is. This and is. they're going to go back to running the option. The, like they should they go here, back to running the option. Here's, Nebraska football. Here's what you do, though. If you're Scott Frost, a smart dude. By the way, my one Scott – I'll give you one quick Scott Frost story. So I go on a visit uh, there, and I'm with uh, – I won't tell you the name of Scott. You know him. But he's buddies with Scott. So we go in there. We get all the background, go in there and hang out with Scott Frost. And uh, he was the OC at Oregon at the time. And he's like, hey, you guys want to go catch up later tonight after practice? Yeah, great. Sure. So he's, you know, tight with my buddy. So we go out. We spent two hours at dinner, you know, just talking. And I, I thought we were I thought we were buddies. So fast forward a couple years later, I see him on the sideline of a game. Uh, it might have might have been a national championship game at Oregon or something, but I see him. So I walk over to him. And I come in with the the side handshake, which is the pull into the hug, the pat on the back. He gave you none of that. I, he gave me the full extension. Strong dude, by the way. I get the the handshake, and then he locks me out and just complete. I came in for the hug. He locks me out. There will be no hug. Oh, Scott Frost not a hugger. But I I, I, I told myself he just doesn't remember. I thought we had a real good night, like, but he doesn't remember that. But yeah, no, I went in for. It's very uncomfortable. I don't know how many times did, did you, you go for the hug. Like hey. Me, you, and what, yeah. What do you, no, what do, you do was, in that situation? It, it, it was very much. It was very much a handshake and just, just get out, just yeah, exit, just yeah. get out of there. You lost. You lost. Took, just, take the L and go. Take home. the L. You lost. Move on. It's over. Wow. But wow, what I was going to get to with Scott Frost is smart guy. So this reminds me of go back when Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Oh, he's he's Notre Dame. Oh, he's coach at Notre Dame. No, that's where his loyalty lies. And Urban Meyer's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, all the players are in Florida. I'm gonna <laughs> go ahead and go to Florida. That's a better job. I know where I've been. I know what I've done. But I'm gonna make the best decision. Tennessee's a better gig than Nebraska. It is becoming home again. Mama, mama's calling. Mama's calling. Overrated. Doctor Tom calls. Yeah. He's a Husker. I mean, he transferred. He went to Stanford first and transferred. Did he okay. grow up in Nebraska? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Did he grow up in Nebraska? Is he a Nebraska kid? Last thing on this topic, then we'll move on. Last thing on this topic, then we'll move on. You be Dr. Tom. I'll be Scott. You call me with your pitch. Hey, Scott, Scott, it's, 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 it's Dr. Tom. Hey, Coach, how's it going? Hey, man, look, you've been doing a great job down at UCF, and I've seen – I followed you. You know, obviously you wanted the guys, Big Red. We're hurting right now. We need – we got to get you to come back home. We got to get you to come back because the way that you guys had it, you know, we had Tommy Frazier and all those other things. Like, we just want to, we just want to bring you back home. And you know, we know mom and dad are around the corner in Wood River, Nebraska. We got a nice little setup for them to come. Got a little suite for them to come to the games. Come on, it's coach, a lifelong dream. Coach, it ain't like it used to be when we were there, is it, man? We need to get this program back. Oh, but that, you're the guy. You're the guy. We look. I'm going to make sure we get you a nice recruiter because when we were good, remember, we had all those guys from Jersey and Florida. You got those inroads because you're coming from UCF. Coach, and then I got a recruiter that's going to take care of, of, of Jersey. Coach, we, you know much, how much I love Nebraska. Good. I want to get us back to where we Come belong. Come on, we can bring some of those guys from the West Coast too. I'll tell you what, I, I'm going to help you out with that because I'm going to take a million dollars out of the $8 million that Tennessee's no, going to no, and no, I'm going to no. donate it to the program. Oh, no. <laughs> and you guys can up that recruiting budget and go out and find oh, some players. Come on. I love the school. Man. I'm on. at 1-5. Got come it. 1-5. On. On. There you go. Come on. It's all yours. Come on. Ain't happening. Anonymous donation. We're yeah. ready to yeah. bring you back. Nah. 
<laughs> the gang is back together. They, they missed you last weekend at Alumni Weekend. We yeah. had the reunion. We hoisted up the crystal ball again. Come on. Coach, here's the problem. Three out of four years we won the, we here's, won the title. Here's the only problem. Coach, right now I can run the 40 faster than anybody in the state of Nebraska. Yeah, but we don't, we're not – those are the walk-ons. Those are the walk-ons. You know how it used to be. They're the walk-ons. We're going to bring special teamers. We're going to bring the walk-on program back. We got the black shirts coming back. But you know, when we go get our players, we're going to Florida, Jersey, your connections to help us in Cali. We Uh, are good. We're right there in the middle of the country. How's that Calabrasca movement going? I mean, you know – we just don't have the right thing at top. We got some of those guys. We just, don't, we just don't have the right. I, I feel like you could bring us back. Yeah. Remember, when we had Bo Pelini, look, and you were a much better coach than Bo. We won nine, nine games, games every, every year. So now with your expertise, let Bo that, go. that pushes us to 11. We're right in the mix. Yeah, Man, I'm, I'm, That was fun. Uh, that's, that's good role play right there. Uh, last thing before before we roll out of here, that was a lot of fun. Well done on your Tom Osborne. Come on, man. We, relentless. Um, one little nugget. I was just looking this up. The popular conversation right now, Sam Darnold interceptions, right? Everybody's talking about it. He has not played as well this year. He's, I think he's got already more interceptions or as many this year as he did last year. He's got 12 touchdowns, nine picks through six games. But went back and looked through it last year. Deshaun Watson through six games had seven interceptions. Now he had a few more touchdowns, 18. 18 touchdowns, 7 picks. Watson ended the season last year with 17 picks, which was tied for the second most interceptions in the country. Got me thinking again. You brought up a great point. Go back to Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston, 18 interceptions his last year, second in the nation. So Sam Darnold is tracking right along to be right where he wants to be. (laughs) Right. Both both of those guys went off the board early. I I think what you have to understand with Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold is always going to be a guy that – maybe have some ball security issues in the pros because he's a gunslinger. And the same thing that makes him great can also be his Achilles heel. But we said the the same thing about the other guys. When the game is on the line, I think with him, more so than any other quarterback in this class, let's just turn on the tape in the fourth quarter of each game and let's see how he plays in those moments. Because those are the critical moments. When we look at the league, the league is what we saw Aaron Rodgers do. One minute left, no timeouts. What can you get done? Sam Darnold has proven he has a long track record of being able to get it done in those moments. I'm more willing to buy into those moments than the other moments that may happen early in the game. I thought it was kind of interesting just going back and look at history. And we are, look, it's a society, right? Quick to build these guys up, and then we can't wait to pull pull them back down. How about this? Can we talk about this? Because Breer released his top ten based on his his polling. And in that top ten, I I mean, like – I love Breer. What do you say? Well, he had. Let's see. Let's see what we what we had. I'm trying to pull. I'm trying to pull up the tweet because he had a list. So he does. This is guys. a composite though from him calling around to guys. Yeah, which I think, which I think, which I think is interesting. The number one prospect was Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Number two was Sam Darnold. Okay. Uh, it was the usual suspects that were within the list. Uh, you saw Derwin James. You saw Josh Rosen. Harold Landry was in the mix. Josh Allen. Still in there? In the top ten. Bucky, that's what I said, man. So what was interesting, he had a tweet where he said, look, I asked questions of these guys, and they were saying, like, hey, the guy hasn't played well. However, he's not playing with anything. And I sent a tweet, and I was like, look, I understand. It's hard for people to move off their summer grades. And he is the classic debate that you have in rooms. Are you going with the potential or the production? Because when you talked about, it being intoxicating, oh, watching yeah. him throw the ball on the hoof. He's tall. He's athletic. He has great arm talent. 
hasn't played to that level. But you're saying what could he be? And that's part of scouting. What could he be in our system with the right coaching? He could be blank. And I think that is going to be the debate that you have in these meeting rooms. Are you banking on what he's done or what he could be? Here you go. Bradley Chubb at 10, Josh Allen at 9, Harold Landry at 8, Christian Wilkins at 7, Quentin Nelson, guard from Notre Dame at 6, Derwin James at 5, Rosen 4, Minka Fitzpatrick, man, what a stud, at 3, Darnold at 2, Saquon Barkley at 1. I think the one name on that list that people don't talk enough about, Christian Wilkins from Clemson. Christian Wilkins is one of the rare guys that can bounce around from the zero, which is a nose tackle, all the way out to the nine technique. And he has unique athleticism, unique versatility. You don't see the sack numbers, but in terms of having a 300-pound man that can move around and do those things, it's kind of sexy. Last thing on the college front here. I was told I needed to watch two quarterbacks that I haven't looked at yet. Okay. Uh, Virginia and Duke. We must have been talking to the same guys. Have you? Ooh. So I've I got, seen I've seen I've seen the kid I've seen the kid from Duke. Uh, the kid from Duke is tall and athletic. I can't remember his last name, but I watched him play one. I watched him play originally against North Carolina. Um, he's tall. He's athletic. He can run around. He has a nice arm. Um, you know that David Cutcliffe does a great job developing quarterbacks. We've seen a number of Daniel quarterbacks Jones going to the league. I think he's a redshirt soft. Is he redshirt? He's soft? a redshirt soft. Yeah. Throws the ball around pretty good, and then at Virginia. I just got the phone call about the kid from Virginia. I have not studied him yet, but I know he's pretty efficient and effective. Done a pretty good yeah, job. Yeah, a couple. Of, that might be something I need to do for the notebook this week. Is, is pop on some tape on those two guys and give them a give them a little peek there. Hey, that was a fun episode, Buck. How about that? Got it done. Bucky's Tom Osborne. We're bringing that back again. Yes, oh, we're gonna bring it. That's we're a hit. It. Come on, we trying to win. The, the carousel just started at Oregon State. We talked about it, and I think it's gonna keep on spinning this weekend. Yeah, we'll see yeah. what happens. Yeah. We'll get, see. You, get you a win here, Sully. All right, that's going to do it for us today. This was a fun episode. A little college, a little NFL, a little bit of everything here on Move the Six presented by the Ford F-Series. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Daniel Jeremiah. Sully, nice job producing, and uh, we'll see you all here next time. Thanks for downloading Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. For more, go to nfl.com slash podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. 
Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.